Megan Hicks of I Run Far, and I'm with Amanda Basham. She finished second at the 2018 Tara Ultra Marathon. Congrats, Amanda. It's the day after. How's, how's everything feeling? Um, well, I didn't sleep much last night, so <laughs> my legs are hurting pretty bad. Okay. I just kind of stayed up groaning. I actually <laughs> laid in bed for a couple hours trying to convince myself to get a burger, but I couldn't, I couldn't fall asleep, and I couldn't convince myself to get up, so I just kind of laid there. So, um, yeah, like, do you ever question ultra marathons, like, <laughs> when it's all over and it's really painful for a little while? I usually do, but actually I was really happy with this one, and I felt like, I felt like it went really well. And I'm hurt and everything's sore, but it's kind of normal and it didn't, it didn't make me angry like, why am I doing this? It was just kind of fun. Um, so at the elite question and answer session on Friday, you said something that was interesting to me. You said that um, 2017 was hard for you in a lot of different ways. Your body, personally, you were just ready to like let 2017 go and move on to 2018. Do you, I mean, you had a, an excellent run yesterday. Do you feel like last year's gone and this year's here? Uh, I do, and I think I kind of needed that okay. to finally like feel like that's out and that's gone. It was, it happened, and this is a really good start to this year. Um, and so, were we, are we talking about like injury or uh, yeah, it, things just holding you back from running last year? Yeah, it was a mix of everything. Mm -hmm. I had moved to Utah. I got a new job. Um, I rolled my ankle. So I had some injuries. I had a lot of personal issues that really just was hard to be motivated to run. Okay. So I really, I mean, I would do anything to just get out the door. So speed work was not a thing. Um, no structure really. Mm. And it just was not, it was so far from ideal. And especially for something like doing UTMB last year, um, you just, you need, you can't go into that race half-assed at all. Mm. You need to be primed and ready to go. And it just... <laughs> chewed me up and spit me out and so that was when I was like I just needed to be done with 2017 <laughs> and just start over we are breaking up with the whole year <laughs> yeah it was rough um so how did I mean this like having rough patches in life is not an unfamiliar thing for any human but like getting out of it and moving on can be really tricky like how did you actually be able to like let go get past the physical issues and move into where you are now, like obviously quite trained up? Um, I think it kind of takes a few years of experience sometimes to really realize to listen to your body and just realize that, like I love running and people ask me all the time, don't you ever get so sick of running? Because I, my job is about running, I coach people in addition to my full-time job and then I do this in my free time. And people always think I'd get sick of it, and I really don't. Mm -hmm. And so when I do, then I realize that I need to step back and just chill out and take a mental break. But it's taken a long time to get to that point to be comfortable with mm -hmm. it. And and whether it's injuries or just personal stuff that's making you really unmotivated, it's taken a long time to realize that I can chill out and it's going to be better in the long run. But it definitely has paid off. Um, so you must have done some specific... Uh, training for Tara Weera. When did you transition into, you know, sort of survival running to actual focused training? Um, so I just took a big break after UTMB. Okay. So I'd call that like my off season, I guess, for at least a month. Um, and then it was just really unstructured for another few weeks. And then I decided that I was doing this race. So it was about the time I felt like I was pretty recovered. 
Um, but I usually give myself kind of an outline of what my off season would be. But if I get to that point and I still feel kind of tired, I'll just take another week or two and okay. kind of go with how I feel. So I just did that, and it was probably around uh, November, late November okay. maybe, um, that I started really training again. And so I, I feel like this is really good because I really didn't have – a bunch of training mm -hmm. going into this it was really good all of the training that I did was solid really good I feel refreshed um, very like mentally here now um, but it wasn't really that much if you're considering how many training blocks you could get right. in for it to be ideal so I think it's a really good sign that the year should go well I think that is a good sign too let's talk about the early part of the race the um, yeah you and the other leading ladies took things out kind of fast would you say? Yeah. Okay. I mean, because I think you came through 41K in 317, which means 42.2K uh, marathon has to be like, yeah, 322, 323, like hmm, opening up 100K that way. Yeah. And we had actually like at that point slowed down just a little bit because okay. from what I remember, I think we did the half marathon in 130. All right. So I okay. remember looking and I'm like, man, we are flying. We just went really fast. <laughs> yeah, but it actually felt really good, and okay. I figured we were going to hit points that were going to be slower, and I felt I felt really good. We were all running together for a little bit, and then I backed off just slightly. I mean, maybe like 20 seconds off of Ruby and Kelly, okay, just so that I could I could be a little bit further under my threshold, and but still see them. So I felt like I could still catch up to them, and it would be fine. Um, and then contact, but like in a comfortable place for you. Yeah, because if I pushed it just that few seconds harder per mile, I just felt like I wasn't, I was gonna hit, I was redlining way too fast. Yeah. So it worked out really well. Um, I mean, Kelly had a phenomenal day, so she didn't back off as much as I was hoping. <laughs> Come back to me, please. <laughs> I was hoping she'd just slow down and I'd, feel, I'd speed up a little. Um, and I did speed up, but she just kept on trucking. So mm. Ruby had a rough time, so she ended up dropping like somewhat early. And so I just started kind of chasing Kelly and um, really, so the first part was super fast, but then the middle part with all the mud was so slow. Mm. So it was really good that we actually went that fast in the beginning or <laughs> else we would have been out there with. forever. <laughs> yeah. And then the last part was pretty fast too. So I think it worked out well. I don't think we necessarily did that on purpose, mm. but it could have been probably pretty terrible, but it worked out well. Um, so this race is a net uphill race going in this direction. Could you feel like a grinding aspect to it? Could you feel that you were gently coming uphill? The whole time. Okay. It felt like okay. <laughs> it felt like the whole thing was uphill, except the last like maybe 10K. Yeah, yeah, downhill. Yeah, finally. It felt so nice to go downhill at the end, especially because your pacer's with you, you're almost done. And literally the whole thing felt like uphill. I haven't even looked at my watch, but... He, uh, Kelly thinks that she got 14,000 feet of elevation gain. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I heard a couple of people talking at the finish line about their altimeters saying 3,800 meters. So that's about the same thing. Yeah. So getting there. Yeah. And yeah. it was supposed to be about 10. 10,000 feet. Uh-huh. There's some, there's some hidden vert in the rainforest out there. There is. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to know because it could have just felt really hard, like harder than 10,000 feet because it constantly goes up, down, up, down, up, down. No rhythm. Yeah, so you're just, especially with the mud, you kind of get a rhythm and then you have to stop real quick and then it's another up and then a down and it's rough. 
Let's talk for a minute about the weather because I, I feel like that played into the storyline. Like <laughs> you think you're coming to summer in New Zealand and you run in a, like a downpour the entire time. Yeah, that was like, that was one of my main things. Like, oh, it's New Zealand. It'll be summer. It's so nice because I do Can't find to the see. Heat. And I do, I can do kind of whatever weather, but I just prefer heat. I would mm. prefer a hotter day over a colder day. And coming from Logan, Utah, where it's cold, I wanted to have a nice sunny day. <laughs> it actually wasn't bad because mm. it's so humid here that I was actually very hot. And the rain felt really nice. And I think maybe... Maybe the rain actually kind of saved me a little because like I have, cool you are. yeah, and I have been training in 20 to 30 degrees max. And so I've, I also did some sauna training, okay. but I think that the rain kind of helped because I'm just not used to such humid weather. Like keep, keeping your body a little bit cooler yeah. just by like actual cold drops being on you. Yeah. Yeah, like, um, I asked Kelly the same question because the two of you kind of come from similar climates, like dry, super low humidity, cold, rocky mountain west. Um, to me, just uh, running around the forest chasing you guys yesterday, like, the humidity, the just the dampness felt oppressive. Could you feel that sort of, like, knocking on your body systems at all, or were you adapting okay? Um, so, in the beginning, I actually got really nauseous because I felt so okay. hot, and it was, I had this headband on and <laughs> it was keeping it, all the heat. In. It was keeping all the heat in. Cause I had a headband on to go over my headphones cause they're wireless. Uh-huh. And then I had a hat on over that. And I didn't realize why I was so nauseous at first. I thought it was the gels. So I stopped eating gels and it just kept getting worse. And I finally took off that headband and I felt great about 10 minutes later. Wow. So it was definitely like, there's a fine line, like the mm. too hot versus just right. Yeah. Mm. So last question for you. It's you're starting a new year off on the right foot. What are your racing plans for this year? What do you want to do now? Well, so like usual, because I have such bad FOMO and want to do everything. <laughs> I have quite a few things planned, Okay. but I, I rate them in like ABC races so that I'm not just all out effort every time. And okay. I think you can do it if, if you can control yourself at the race and not actually run too hard. I think you can do that and still be okay. Okay. So I'm going with Sally, Sally McRae to uh, this small one in Italy called Sake Trail. Right. On the Cinque Terre or uh-huh. along the Cinque Terre. Yeah. So that'll be awesome. I think Claire Gallagher's going too. Okay. So that'll be fun. Girls trip. Yeah. Women's trip. Yeah. Mm. But that's more for fun. Um, and it's a shorter one. I think it's, it's under 50K. Okay. Um, so the big ones after that is U-Rock, I think is next after that. Again. Again. I'll do some small local races like Zion 50K, um, but the big ones are UROC and then Western States and um, Speed Goat 50K. Oh yeah? Yeah. I've done that once and it was it was not a great day. <laughs> so I yeah, really but now you're a Utah, so <laughs> you'll be well adapted. I know. I'm trying to do all the local races. So then I'm going to Transalpine. Okay, so this is like August. We're through now, right? Yes. Okay. And then Bear 100, since I live in Logan. All right, of course. Yeah. yeah. And then is that the end of your that season? That should be the end. <laughs> I, I was going to do North Face 50 mm-hmm. instead of Bear, but I just committed to Bear recently, mm-hmm. and I just figured it's kind of my town now, so I might as well. Okay. Well, congratulations on your second place finish. Thanks. And yeah, we'll see, uh, I don't know, somewhere stateside. Not sure which of those races yet, but somewhere. Yeah, (laughs) thanks. Congrats. Thank you.